people, and welcome to this week's episode of Chip Chats. On today's episode, I have the amazing, beautiful, strong woman that I know named Crystal. Crystal is at Reduced Fat Mama on Instagram and is absolutely inspiring and amazing. This podcast did not turn out like all my other podcasts. <laughs> And honestly, it didn't surprise me that much. Me and Crystal are very similar. We have lots of conversations about things all the time. So I did definitely expect to open this podcast up and just have it flow. And that is exactly what happened. We talked about so many things about mental health, about weight loss. We talked about emotions. We talked about sharing emotions. We talked about how to get through emotions, how to get through weight loss, how to get through mental health, what we've discovered, 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 I know how to speak, what we discovered in our own weight loss journeys about ourselves, about what it takes to lose weight. Honestly, there's so much great information in this podcast episode and our conversation felt like no time passed at all. We just, all of a sudden we're at an hour like, whoa, did that actually happen? <laughs> it had very little structure to it. Again, does not surprise me because we do not talk to each other the typical way an, inter- an interview podcast might go. I honestly cannot speak today. What in the world? Anyway, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. And as always, reach out to me if you would like to be on a podcast episode. Reach out to Crystal if you have something to say. Reach out to me if you have something to say about this week's episode. And if you want to talk more about anything we talked about, I would love, love, love to hear from you. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I will talk to you soon. Please enjoy this podcast. I think I've said that like four times. We all know I'm weird, okay? Just accept it. (laughs) Hi, Crystal. Hi. I'm so excited to finally have you on the podcast. I know. It's awesome. I feel like we've been talking about having you on here for like friggin' forever and it just hasn't happened. (laughs) I know, for months. <laughs> so um first things first you know how this works because i know you listen so i'm gonna ask you uh if you were a type of chip what chip what type of chip would you be and why <laughs> oh man um i would say hmm. there's no wrong answer man <laughs> if i were to be a chip what would i be and why um probably a salt and vinegar chip yes girl after my own heart (laughs) oh gosh and why well I love salt and vinegar chips they're probably my favorite vinegar chip or vinegar chip they're probably my favorite chip and probably because I don't know they're they're not perfect and they're I don't know they can be salty and the vinegary can be just, I don't know. I just. Right? They all tend to be different. Like different brands taste different, different yes. bags taste different. I've had cases where I've had like separate bags of the exact same chip and one tastes like way more bland than the other one, but it's still fine. It's still beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you never know. Yeah. Cause you never know what you're going to get with me probably. I so I love it. 
Um, so let's start off with just doing a little like, you know, welcome to the podcast. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your story, and we'll go from there. I am, uh, my name is Crystal, and I am 35. I have been on this weight loss, health, fitness, life. Um, it's It really is a lifestyle now for me because, yeah, because I've been through a lot of stuff the last couple months, and I have, um, even when life gets away, I just continue to do what I always do because it's just what I do now. It's how I live. Um, I grew up as always either being overweight or obese and I just loved, I don't know, I've always loved food, but it wasn't until I was 20 and um, I quit smoking that I put on like 60, 65 pounds and So I spent from age 20 until last year um, being like at least 250 plus pounds. And last year I stepped on the scale actually on January 1st. I, in the past, I've always been like, oh, my new year's resolution is to lose weight. And then, you know, that would last like a week and then I wouldn't end up losing, but I did the uh, same thing. (laughs) Yeah. It finally stuck last year and I, with, um, how long did it take? It was probably like 19 or so months. I lost 114 pounds in the last three. Thank you. The last three months I've just been maintaining my weight because I'm tired of losing. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of like the whole calorie deficit, um, mentality so right like people beat themselves this is like totally already just diving into conversation but people um (laughs) beat themselves up a lot because they'll start losing weight and then something will happen and they'll kind of plateau for a while and then they'll start beating themselves up that nothing's happening but it, it is a give and take like losing weight is hard it never becomes this super easy clean cut thing, right? Like you, you constantly have to find your balance and take those breaks. Maintaining is still a battle, but it's a battle in which you're a little more relaxed about it. Because if you're actively losing weight, you're not relaxed about it. You are dived in and you have to be kind of on point for anything to really change. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I just got so like, you know, the weight loss, I never really plateaued. I mean, now, like, I'm staying, I don't know. I'm within, like, the same seven pounds, about a seven-pound um, fluctuation. Yeah, I'm about there, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm totally okay with it right now. I spent so long, like, okay, this is the amount of calories that I'm going to um, eat every day. And it just, it, it got to be a lot. So yep. I'm just living and I'm eating what I want basically and the scale isn't dictating my mood anymore I can half the time I went from weighing myself every day and now a lot of days I forget to so I'm I probably weigh myself I don't know a couple times a week just to see where I'm at if I need to scale back on 
yep. on a certain type of food or something, but it is really nice not go- going to a restaurant and being like, okay, I'm going to order what I want and I'm not going <laughs> to have any regrets. And-, and it's it's the balance too on knowing that you're allowed to kind of be a little more relaxed, but in the same point, knowing where it's too much, right? Like knowing the boundaries because you've now gone all this way and done all these things and really learned a lot about yourself. And you know that, yeah, I can go out and have some cheesecake with my friends this one time, but I can't go out and have cheesecake with my friends every day. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people don't understand that part of weight loss and how eventually you don't get to a point where you're just allowed to go back to eat whatever you want. You just get to a point where you find that good, happy, medium comfort. Like I can eat and still enjoy, but I also am on top of things and making sure that I'm eating the best I possibly can in that moment. Right. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And you know that, and I don't know, you, you learn your body and you know that if the scale is up a certain amount of pounds, that it's not necessarily, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's can be water or crap or, you know, it can be a, a certain amount of things. And it's just, it's nice knowing that it, you you have a certain amount of pounds like to mess around with. So I don't know. My, my whole mindset is just so different because it literally is my life now in the past. I, I would either focus only on the gym or I would just focus on the food and it wasn't just everything. Like it, the whole, it, it wasn't my life. And now that it is, I, I really have no fear of like ever going back to where I used yep. to be because I, I know what to, I know what to do, I guess. Yep. Yeah. I just, cause I can remember times losing weight before I, I would lose like 30 or 40 pounds and then I would gain it all back. And then I would gain probably an extra five or 10 pounds plus that. Um, I would still, I would still eat fast food daily or I would, I would try to, I wasn't changing the way I was eating, but I was still going to the gym. So I wasn't making really a dent into what I was doing. And now no, it's just, it's, it's totally different now. And it, it's a, probably a lot of it is age and being older and having been through so many diet fads and yep. all this stuff that now I'm like, no, I know, I know what works for me. And, and that's just basically calorie counting. Yep. Um, but well, we're, we're all different, right? When yes. honestly, the, the longer that goes by and the more I learn about myself and the more time that passes, like I have definitely been approached by so many people asking me if I'm worried, I'm going to gain the weight back or like all these silly questions. Right. Yes. Um, but I've come to realize that honestly, weight loss, when it comes down to it is all mindset. Like you're going to be doing something sure to help you lose weight. You're going to be counting your calories. You're going to be cutting out your sugar. You're going to be cutting out your fat or your carbs or whatever it is that your chosen path is. But when it comes down to it, all of these things will help us lose weight. All of these things will make us be healthier. All of these things will change how we look on the outside. But unless you're ready to change, unless you have the mindset that 
just because I ate junk this one day because you're bound to eat it um, doesn't mean that I'm a fuck up. <laughs> right. This is what's going to push you forward and make it so that you don't gain the weight back. Make it so that you're able to continue to lose weight. Make it so you're able to move forward and change your lifestyle than just being stuck in this bubble of, oh, woe is me. I can never do it because you don't have that faith in yourself, right? Yeah. I think like, so the gym is like a real, it's a real, it's a break for me. It's therapy. I get all of the emotions out that I need to. And I think that really helps, but it's also this new, like healthy lifestyle, knowing so many things that I can do now and remembering how all the things that I couldn't do before. There were so many things that held me, my weight really did hold me back. There was a lot of things that I couldn't do. I had no energy ever. So I Mm -hmm. think knowing how I live now and knowing, I mean, especially you're a mom, a three-year-old, I have no energy now. If I gained all of that weight back, I, I can't. Like, I literally cannot do it. Because then my son will end up getting hurt because I won't be able to chase after him. I Mm -hmm. won't be able to take care of him properly because I had, I had no energy before. I mean, I would take two naps a day sometimes. Like I was always exhausted. And And that's that's mostly like I found anyway, for me that all those naps went hand in hand with how depressed and anxious I was feeling because the more my mind was mentally drained, the more I wanted to sleep the more tired I was right you could get like 12 hours of sleep in a night but if you're still mentally drained and exhausted you still want to sleep more it's like you can't wrap your head around it and you know our brain is what controls our entire body it controls our thoughts it controls our organs it controls like we make these comments about following your heart and doing these things but when it comes down to it it's all your brain. And the fact that we don't put more importance on like mental health and where your brain is at really blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like your brain controls you. It makes things possible. It makes you possible. So why not try hard to fix your mindset and fix your thoughts so that you're able to succeed elsewhere? Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, that is exactly what it is and um a a girl that I'm friends with on Instagram posted something today and she still has you know a decent amount of weight to lose and she was saying how she just looks at herself in the mirror in disgust and picks herself apart and I told her I'm like I'm glad that you're working on this now because I've lost all this weight and some people may look at me and think, Oh, you've lost all the weight. Now everything's fixed. Oh no. (laughs) I still do that. I mean, I, every single day, like Mm -hmm. sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, Oh dang, you know, like you, you look pretty good, but that's like very slim. Like it's not most of the time I do look in the mirror and I'm picking myself apart. So it is nice seeing people working on their mindset in the beginning because Yeah. yeah, I literally, Last year, if I, I thought that at the weight that I would be at now, I would be like extremely happy with how I look. It's, I mean, (laughs) it's, that's not how it is. So the harsh reality of it is 
you can change a million times over and I could be 110 pounds on a stick, but I'm still going to look at myself as disgusting if I don't change my mindset and change how I look at everything else, right? Like your brain, again, controls everything. And it's funny that we're talking about this because I just finished before you recording an episode with David talking Mm -hmm. about body dysmorphia and Mm -hmm. everything that comes along with body dysmorphia. And we're, we talked a lot about that and um, just, you know, mentioning that the way I feel now versus how I felt even two weeks ago is drastically different. Yeah. And it all comes down to when you're ready to accept that and move forward with it and accept that nobody's perfect. Nobody's looking in a mirror saying I am perfect. I'm beautiful. And the moment that you realize that you realize that you are just like anybody else on this world and it's okay for you to have some of those feelings, but you also need to realize that what your brain tells you, tells you is not necessarily the truth. Right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, cra- um, it really is. It's, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is all, oh my gosh, it is all in your head. Cause I think a lot of us, I don't know when you first started to lose weight, did you feel the same way? Like, Oh, when I get to be the weight, like that oh, you're at now, I'm going to. And 10%. <laughs> <laughs> but like- then like, I look at you and I'm like, Oh my God, look at her. She's perfect. You know, it's just crazy. Like I wish we could see ourselves the way other people see us because things would be so much easier so so much easier you know I get I get messages or comments or whatever talking in person with people where people will be like um but you're so perfect and you look great and I'm like I just looked at myself in the mirror not that long ago and was like you're fat as crap (laughs) you like you we all tend to do this thing where we compare ourselves to everyone else in this bubble of we will never be good enough. And I definitely, when I started losing weight, went and started losing weight because I wanted to look better, not because I wanted to feel better. And when things started to change and I started to feel better through the process and I started to gain the confidence because I was continuously seeing within myself that I was capable of it, then things shifted and changed, but I always like, I always looked at when I was the biggest, when I was going to hit that 160 pound mark, that golden mark for me, that would put Mm -hmm. me back in the normal range that would, you know, as much as you don't want to use BMI, like, Oh, right. Look at it, especially at the beginning. Right. Um, that will put me back into the normal range that will, um, do this for me. I will be back to this part because I, at one point in my life, I was sitting at this and I know that I was good at that. So I'm going to get back to that point to then reaching that point and being like, I'm still not a hundred percent satisfied. Well, yeah. you'll never be a hundred percent satisfied, right? Like that's not how life works because right. we are, we are as humans, we are uh, fear change, but we also need change. And we also like, it's just part of being human. You're going to change. You're going to grow. Shitty things are going to happen to you. You just need to realize it and work with it and allow the change to happen as scary as it is, or you'll never get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, and a big play into that, I guess, 
is uh we'll go from here <laughs> we just like jumped right in crystal there was no- <laughs> I mean, it doesn't necessarily surprise me, but (laughs) Um, I know that we've talked quite a bit about this because we both have a lot of stress, partly from being moms, partly from things that happen with our children, things that happen in our life. Like we have our individual stresses and battles, but we can find often a lot of similarities it is and honestly you you blow me away with how strong you truly are and I know because I know how I work that you don't necessarily see that all the time but like the amount of things that you personally have to battle through and deal with especially um I'm hoping you're okay to talk about this but this stuff evolving around your son oh yeah definitely no I He's like the, my main, I mean, he's the reason I'm at where I'm at today. So. Um, like how I wanted to talk about with you, like how you continue to push on and the things that you've battled through to deal with the stress while also becoming a better version of yourself, if that means. Yeah, I think. I think a lot of it is I got tired of living how I used to live. I lived that way for a long time and now it's, I survived um, the first, well, so people who don't follow me, my son is three and he had a stroke either a week before birth or during. So the first year of his life, we had seven hospitalizations and, ton of medications and seizures and all kinds of like crazy stuff. And I basically used food to self-medicate. I emotionally ate. Um, There were certain foods that I would eat uh, when I was feeling anxious or sad or depressed. Every time my son was in the hospital, my husband knew to bring me (laughs) um, cheese puffs and cosmic brownies and Coca-Cola. I mean, that was like, that was my comfort. And I think now I get such, I get, so for cardio, mainly cardio for the, I guess like the last, pretty much the entire time that I've been losing weight and working out cardio was my thing. And now I'm moving on to some days. It's like, uh, it's all I can just to get through my cardio to lift. So now lifting is taking on that, getting the, the emotional pain and all that stuff out. Um, I think a lot of it is just, you don't have like, you don't like I don't have a choice with the things that happen with my son but I it's either give up and like lay in bed and rot and (laughs) not do anything or it's just get up and do what you have to do um to get through it and the gym has really been that outlet for me um food so like I hung out with friends yesterday and we went to cheesecake factory and I ate what I wanted and no regrets, but I consumed a lot of food and, um, like today my stomach is upset. So it's just that 
that reminder of like, okay, so I used to have like an upset stomach all the time and that's just, I just lived with it. But now I know that, mm, okay, I'm not going to eat like that for a good while, you know? Um, It's just, it is, it's balance. I, I, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, you're fine. I just, I am so invested in the way I live now, like I don't, I know that if I spiral out of control with like a meal and yesterday wasn't, I had a burger and I had a salad and I shared a piece of cheesecake with my kid, a 1600 calorie piece of cheesecake, which was absolutely delicious. And it was great. And like, yeah, like you said, I, I I don't do that every day and I can't do that every day. I would be miserable. Mm -hmm. Um, But just knowing that, okay, so if I have a meal like that, Today, I'm back to eating how I eat 90% of the time. And it's just, it's learning a balance and not having that guilt anymore. That's one thing that I don't have anymore. If I eat something, like that meal yesterday was probably 2,500 calories, maybe even more. But it's, it's, I mean, there's no guilt anymore. So I think if you can get to that point where you're not, feeling guilty with food anymore then then I know okay the next day or the next meal I'm back to what I'm doing I feel like sometimes people will spiral out of control and they're like oh well I just ate that you know and they have the guilt well then the next meal is going to be full of things that are probably not going to make me feel good physically and maybe emotionally too but and honestly I think that that also ties in a lot to the whole, like, as I've been talking about lately, um, the belief in yourself and you're going through a journey and you haven't found out or figured out how to believe in yourself, then when it comes down to it, you have that one mess up and you can't just shake it and move forward and be like, no, I'm good. You, you sit there and you fester and you're like, well, I already fucked up. So I guess I'll just continue to whatever and not care. And it, it's strictly coming from a point that you don't believe that you can. So you give in and just accept. And I, I lived for so many years sitting there thinking, I can't, I'm, I'm destined to be this way. I'm destined to be fat because there is nothing I can do. Every time I try, I fail and then I fall off and everything explodes in my face and I, I can't do anything about it. And as soon as I stopped saying, I can't do anything about it and started to be like, no, like, I, I can. And yeah, I ate that cheesecake and yeah, I ate that meal, but it doesn't mean that I need to continue to eat like that. Like as right. soon as I realized that it was like everything shifted and changed. Yeah. It just, I, I think that a lot of it is it's, there's no more guilt because mm-hmm. I used to feel guilty and then it's like you feel guilty and then you start, you know, beating yourself up and then you feel you may feel depressed and then, yeah, you're just like, screw it. I'm just going to eat the rest of the day or the rest of the week like this. And then, you know, then you get so far into it and then it's hard to pull yourself back out. So I think, yeah, I think once I got the guilt, like guilt Mm -hmm. taken from food, um, knowing that it is just food and it's just a meal or a day, Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I mean, cause I, I don't like 
like my stomach, like I said, there was no guilt with how I ate yesterday, but my stomach feels terrible today. And I don't like to feel like this. So yeah. I I was just talking on this bachelorette weekend. I was on actually to a couple of people who are like, you know, we're all at that point in our life where we start to sit in our comforts and we start to figure things out and figure out how life's going to go. I mean, we either sit in this, Oh, woe is me, or we move forward of it. Like I find that, that, that span between like 20 to 40 is the typical time that people start to really either embrace it and move forward or like live in it. And it's kind of that, that figuring out your life and figuring out where you're going to be and figuring out what's going on. Not saying that if you're past that, you can't figure it out, but it does tend to be the typical moment in time where we all like kind of open our eyes a little bit. Right. Yeah. Partially because a lot of us put on weight with things like pregnancy, partially because your twenties to your forties are some of the most stressful times of your life. Um, and stress does have a lot to play into it. Uh, but you know, this is, this is what makes us, this is how we become who we're going to become, you know? Yep. I don't know, but um, I have found that sometimes when stress takes over, you listen to that comfort zone part of yourself a little bit more. And I, again, had a bunch of conversations this weekend with people at this bachelorette who are at this point in their life where they're like, yeah, I want to lose weight. I just can't because of this or I can't because of that. And I'm just sitting there being like, no, you can you you just have to believe that you can and they're looking at me like what do you mean like (laughs) I'm like have some faith in yourself and the rest will come into fruition as soon as you say to yourself yeah okay maybe I can do that and yeah okay maybe I I can eat a little bit better or I can control what I'm putting into my body then prevail yeah Mm-hmm. I think, and I think this community has just helped so much because you see so many people and you can take a little advice from each person. Like you don't, everything's going to work differently for all people, mm-hmm. but you, you can take little pieces from everybody and you can learn things. And I, I mean, in the past with losing weight, I always thought that I would have to have, um, like a cleanse or something. Cause I had tried Advocare before and I had lost 40 pounds before I got pregnant with my son. Well then last year when I started, my son's still nursing. So I'm like, Oh, I can't take that. How am I going to lose weight without this cleanse? And mm-hmm. I'm like, and then I started losing weight on my own and I'm like, wait, you don't need that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it actually stuck even though I wasn't in the past, I would use, products to try to lose weight but it never stuck it wasn't teaching me the whole it wasn't teaching me how to like live my life and it doesn't give you the full picture it just tells you hey if you do this you're gonna lose weight and sure if you drink some tea that makes it pull your guts out you're gonna lose weight right like (laughs) we we constantly live in this battle that we're looking for a quick fix to the solution but unless you fully embrace it and learn from it, then you're not going to be able to prevail. You're not going to be able to keep it off because you can't just blindly follow something and hope for 
the like to just fix it magically you you need to have that mindset and have that thought process that i i can accomplish this or it's not going to happen yeah it has to be yeah it has it ha- it has to you just have to learn like how to it really is it's just how to live life mm-hmm. not with just that's why i really love um Daryl and the stuff that he says because he's wanting to even coaching people he knows that he's not going to coach people forever he wants to give them the tools so they can do it on their own Mm -hmm. and so they can live the rest of your life and a lot of these things out there they want you to be like use their products for the rest of your life and 100% they don't teach you anything because they want to keep making money off of you yeah I have such an issue with the weight loss industry. <laughs> oh, me too. I mean, I used a ton of different things and none of them, I mean, none of them stuck until I started doing it on my own. And yeah, it finally stuck. There's nothing that bothers me more than seeing how fast a post can blow up because they're talking about how some miracle tea or whatever helped them lose weight like yes sure you took this thing that suppressed your appetite and now you're losing a bunch of weight because you're not eating as many calories as you were before Mm -hmm. but then eventually you're going to get to a point where this thing either no longer works for you or until you stop using it and then because you haven't actually learned anything from that you are going to gain it back and you are going to you're going to eat something, throw you off track, not feel great about it, continue to eat that way because you don't feel great about it because you haven't learned anything from that situation in which your weight is going to come back and you're going to cycle. And, you know, people come up to me and they say, again, they'll say, are you worried about gaining it back? And I can honestly say no, because I learned from the experience and changed my life because of it. I didn't just blindly follow something and hope for the best. It wasn't, Definitely. wasn't anything other than myself that other things may have influenced me to succeed, but it was me that succeeded. It wasn't some program or some whatever, you know, like, yeah, I, it just, it makes me so mad how quickly people will jump on something because it seems to be working for one person and then everyone will cycle through it and spend all this money and do all this stuff that isn't necessarily going to help them or be healthy for them or do anything for them. Like, yeah. And they want you to tell them what they should do. And it's like, I can give you, I can give you pointers and I can give you these things, but I mean, you really, it, it really has to, we're all different and we have to figure out things for ourselves. I know that I can't buy pasta and bring it in the house because if I bring it in the house, I'm going to eat all of it. There are certain things that I know that I can't bring in the house. I have no self-control over. And it really, it has to just be like individual. It, It really does. And I don't know. It's, it's crazy too. Yeah. Because if somebody asked me now, like in the past, I, I was terrified of, of maintenance and maintaining weight and, Oh, what if I gain all the weight back? And now I know I will never, I will never ever go back there because I know how miserable I was just walking. I, I could barely walk. 
I, I had back pain all the time. My back like literally always felt so strained and I, I carried most of my weight in my stomach and I just, I can't go back to that. I, it's I like miserable. It, and it's so true that you say like, I again was talking about this as well on the weekend about how, how much has changed since I've lost that weight and how I used to think that genetically it had been handed to me that I had bad knees. Genetically, it had been handed to me that my ankles were bad, that I would constantly have ankle pain, knee pain. I wouldn't be able to do things. Um, genetically, I inherited IBS and constantly had stomach issues and was constantly erect because it was just given to me. That was just what was handed to me in my life. And now being at a point where I've lost that weight and virtually almost all of those problems have gone away and realizing that it wasn't genetically handed to me it was what I was doing to myself and where I was placing myself like people think that being fat is this easy way out and that you have gained all this weight because you're lazy and because you're stuck in this comfort and sure you're stuck in this comfort but being fat isn't easy (laughs) like not in the slightest no your emotional well-being is horrible. Your body is horrible. It hurts. It's not fun. It's not somewhat something that anybody would would choose to go through. We just don't know how to straighten our mind enough to move past it. Yeah. I literally hurt every time I got out of bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, my body ached and bones would crack and... None of that. I said none of that happens anymore. I it's just it's amazing. It it was like really eye opening even like six or seven months ago when I realized, oh my God, when I walk, my back doesn't hurt because literally, I mean I it, it's so hard to explain. My lower back hurt all the time. And it always just felt it always just felt like almost tight and like strained. And it's because my back was holding up all this weight and all the weight around my stomach. And then one day I'm just like, Oh my God, you know what? I don't, I don't hurt anymore. And it's just, it's so mind opening. And I think maybe if other, I don't know, maybe if other people who are, obese I mean maybe it's different if they don't have that pain and if they don't but I I literally was miserable last year when I decided I was going to lose weight I I literally was miserable I hated giving my son a bath because bending over the bathtub I couldn't breathe all that weight from my stomach was like compressing up and I couldn't breathe I mean life was so hard it was really hard doing little things like that and I can't live like that anymore. No. And I honestly think that everyone, this all comes down to, if you're not ready to change, you will not change. And right. Everyone needs to find that point in life where they wake up one day and they say, you know what? No, like enough is enough. And yes. I, I told that before I actually got to that point, I had a lot of conversations like that. Like, over and over, I would be talking to my husband about enough is enough. I'd be crying about it. I'd be saying, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. I'm going to change. But it didn't happen until I was really ready for it to happen. Right. I was saying I was ready for it to happen. I wasn't in that moment. So it, right. it still cycled and it's still 
the same thing kept happening because part of it was because I didn't understand what I needed to do differently. And I would just blindly go and follow some diet or do something or find some pill or do some wrap or, you know, like I would finally do that thing, which, which is why I have such a big problem with the weight loss industry because they prey on people who are stuck in those situations and don't know what to do. Um, but I just, I just wasn't ready to accept it and move forward from it. Right. Like it's crazy how all of a sudden one day you will wake up and it actually will set in and it actually will happen. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I don't want someone who's listening to this say, yeah, I've had that thought. Yeah. I've had that emotion and I'm still failing because even though you've had that thought, it doesn't mean you've really reached that point. Right. Right. I mean, that's why last resort, um, Mm -hmm. is it, it yeah, Papa Roach's last resort. Like Mm -hmm. literally when that song comes on, I mean, it just hits me because that is how I felt. Like literally I was at my last resort. There was nothing. I mean, I, I couldn't live that way any longer. I could Mm -hmm. not, I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable and I, I had to change. I, I had to, it was, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I just, I had to change. I, life was a chore. Moving was, and I don't, I don't know how, I mean, I had, and that's, that's the things that I need to remember. Okay. Back when my son was in his car carrier and I'm holding a, um, I'm holding an oxygen tank and a diaper bag and him and all this stuff. I mean, I had so much strength, even though I was miserable and my body was so unhealthy. I did have the strength and determination. I just had to, I mean, it's my son. That's the only, at least for me, like that is the only piece that makes that I can say, this is how I personally was able to lose this weight. I, I mean, I had a reason and a purpose and it really was him. And, yeah. and some people that's really what you need. And for other people, it's just, you need to believe in yourself and yeah. for other people, it's, you need to be healthy to keep your family alive. You need to be healthy to do the things that you need to, like, there's so many reasons for you to push yourself to lose weight. It's just about finding the right one in the right moment at the right time and fucking figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, this is part of the reason why I love Instagram so much. And I love the podcast platform and I love talking to people about it because the fact that we are opening it up and we are sharing our stories, I think really helps other people realize that they are capable in that they have their own stories to tell and that their stories aren't much different from other people's stories. And that we all have these similarities because we're all human and we right. all work the same way. We just are different in our own ways at the same retrospect. Right? Like, and, yeah. um, and I think that's why it's nice, like to like look at different, different people and how they do different things. Like I have followed people who have done keto and, some people who do Weight Watchers and just at least, I mean, to find something like if you see a lot of people, you can take something little from each person that you're talking to and be like, oh, maybe I can, you know, incorporate this and then just build your own 
I mean, your own thing. What works for you. That uh-huh. way, yeah. Um, now, I know, so we both are pretty emotional individuals. Yes. And <laughs> we both openly talk about our mental health struggles and what's going on in our lives. And we both share it in different ways, yet very the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do, I have to take a moment to applaud you, Crystal, because you, you are, like me, a very emotional person. And the fact that you are able to put yourself out there and put your emotion out there so frequently is so awe-inspiring to me because for me, like I am an emotional person, but I do have a hard time a lot of the time sharing that publicly and the fact mm-hmm. that you should publicly, like it just blows me away the amount of strength you have to just put that out there and be like hey guys I'm having a really fucking shitty day Christ. and this is how I'm feeling and I'm just gonna lay it all out there because I need to get it off my chest and I just want to applaud you for that because so many people shy away from that and they hide that part of themselves when we all battle those things and we all have those difficulties and we all have those emotions we just tend to hold them in when we should be letting them out and the amount of people that you do help because of your emotions I'm sure is way more than you can ever imagine well, I appreciate um, that <laughs> I've always I've always been an emotional person but after <laughs> having my son and becoming a mother it's just it's full force and I yep. think I just it's so crazy like I care a lot about what people think but even then, I still am who I am. And if people don't like it, I mean, they're just going to have to not like it. And I, so it's like, even though I, I really worry about what other people think, I, I just, I have to be, I have to be who I am. I've always been empathetic, but having mm-hmm. my son and literally hitting so rock bottom and going through so many things that I have with him, I just, yeah, I just, I put it out there and I want people to know that they're not alone. And if they're having, you know, certain thoughts or certain feelings, I've had so many people message me and say, Oh, I feel like that too. And it just, it's, it's nice because I just, yeah, I share my story and I share my son's story because I want people to know that they are not alone. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I've always been that kind of person. Like what you see is what you get. And I've always worn my heart on my sleeve. And if it can help just one person, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep sharing. And if people don't like it, they don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to listen. That's a okay. <laughs> and I, know, respect like, that. I respect that so much about yeah. you. And I absolutely like, love I that. I don't want to like hurt people's feelings. And I am very like, Oh, I, you know, try to make sure that I don't, but as, as for me, like me and my personality. And I mean, if they don't like that, I mean, they don't have to, they don't have to look at it. <laughs> Cause that's me. Like yesterday I was in the gym and I was lifting and it's like, I don't even remember what took me back to, the NICU with my son and it's like I'm literally sitting there I'm listening to not like crazy metal but like 
probably Limp Biscuit or uh, Lincoln Park or something listening to this music and I'm lifting weights and I'm just crying and these dudes are all lifting around me and I don't know they probably think it's sweat I don't know but it's like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna cry at the gym I'm gonna cry at the gym and I don't care I'm getting it out and it feels good and I think honestly I think that's so important to share because so many of us are emotional individuals and have a lot of empathy and have instances like this where we break down and it 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 really disappoints me and upsets me that so many of us look at emotion in a shameful way when we're just human we're allowed to be emotional your problems are valid you're allowed to be upset that is part of life you're allowed to have happy tears sad tears like there's a reason we cry and it's there and you should be accepting of it. We shouldn't be shoving it deep down into this hole and just holding on to it. You should be able to cry when you need to cry. Like, right. And that's how it is. Like even with men, like men are taught that you can't cry and you can't show emotion. And it's like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, I mean, mm, that's not, yeah, that's not good because if you hold it in, like, you're going to end up exploding and I don't want to explode. Exactly. I don't want to be angry and screaming all the time. I wanted to have a level head and I want to be okay. And sometimes that means I just need to cry in the middle of the fucking grocery store. Right. (laughs) And that's what I'm, I need to, um, I'm going to look for like a book about empathy because it just, it's been, I don't know. It just gets more and more like, if someone I know is hurting, like I literally feel sick to my stomach and it's like, okay, you know, sometimes it's overwhelming because it's like, you, you don't want to feel, I mean, you don't want to feel like things that strongly, but I mean, I don't, I'm not going to lie. When I put out that podcast last week, like Mm -hmm. that was extremely difficult for me to put that emotional side of myself out there and be like, look, this is, like I have struggles too. I'm not perfect. Yeah. But I have these problems and seeing people like you sharing your emotions has definitely influenced me to be op- more open about it too, because I always, I've always been a super emotional person and I've gone through life being made fun of because I was crying or being made fun of because I got emotional to being to the person that I am now where I try to hide the emotion and right. being like, why am I trying to hide this? Like, it's just part of me and it should be something that we're accepting or open about, but you know, you, you just so easily aren't. <laughs> yeah. And it just, I mean, it shows, I don't know. It just, it shows people that you're real. And I just, the older I get, it's like, okay, I've had, friendships in the past with people that were not real and I don't I, I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that like I'm too old to have those types of people in my life like people that can be toxic to you and I just yeah you're just like okay how I mean that's how I am with um, my mom and it's sad but I, I just can't have a relationship with her because it literally always brings me down and it's like okay I'm 35. How many more years? Like how many more years do you allow somebody to treat you exactly in a toxic way? And 
It I doesn't mean, matter who they are. Right. If, if they cannot see the potential in you and they cannot see the good in you, then they're not worth the time and the effort. Right. Yeah. I th- I that a lot of things. A lot of things have put me to where I, yeah, a lot of things have put me to where I am today. And I just, I, and like when I say, you know, take it or leave it, like I, I don't mean to like sound like really rude about it, but I mean, it, it's true. Like if somebody doesn't, you know, if somebody doesn't want to be a part of your life, like you just, you get to that point, the older you get, you're just like, okay, you don't have to be like, I, yep. you know, you're not, you, My you life want people not end because you're not lo- no longer in it. Like right. as much we've had this good experience and this good time together in the, at this one moment in time or what have you, like, just because you don't exist in my life anymore does not mean you need to stop living. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's just, um, you, um, you want people in your life that want to be there and if they don't want to be there, they don't have to. And like, I feel like in the past, like I've always, you know, you may, it's like, Oh, force, like, certain relationships and you just get to the point where you're like I'm not forcing anybody anymore like if you want to be in my life you could be in my life and if you don't want to I mean that's just I don't know about you but the moment that I started looking life that way was the moment that I started to be happier yeah oh yeah Uh, definitely I feel you know I'm not quite I'm never going to be a hundred percent, but yeah, definitely. And that's one of the biggest things. Like I just learning to, yeah. um, Accept it. Yeah. Accept it and not worry. Like I do. And that's, I just want to get to the point where I don't worry about what other people think. Like not in a way like, no, I want to worry about other people's feelings and stuff, but if people don't like who I am, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's them and it's not me. And I mean, I have a big problem with that strictly because I'm very much a people pleaser and more and more I'm starting to be okay with that and starting to recognize that. But for the longest time, it was like, if someone didn't like me, the world was ending because everyone, like I try my hardest to be the best version of me and everyone should like me because it's just who I am, right? Like, sure. Okay. But then at the same point, I'm not going to get along with everybody and I'm not going to be on the same page as everybody else. So I need to also accept the fact that somebody somewhere is just going to not like me for whatever reason they have. And I can't do anything about it. So that's their choice, not my choice. And I need to move forward from that. Right. And I think sometimes people like, especially like us, cause we're a lot alike. I mean, I'm the same way. And mm-hmm. especially when you're bubbly and stuff. I mean, if somebody is like going through some stuff, like they may not like you just because they're like, oh, she's, you know, not that you're happy all the time, but I'm the same way. Like I'm happy a lot. And some people might not like that. They might find it annoying. <laughs> it's like, okay. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, that's something that I need to work on too is just, yeah, not letting my my self-worth be dictated by other people and Uh yeah because I'm I want everybody to like me as well and I get hurt because of that but it's just 
and not saying that you're going to turn cold, but just being okay with knowing that not everybody is going to like you. And if they don't, they don't. And that doesn't make you a better person. It also gives you a lot of self-respect and self-worth in the same respect because you're openly recognizing the fact that you're allowed to be whoever you want to be and you're allowed to love whoever you want to love and do all that shit. As long as you're being respectful of others and you have mm-hmm. that same respect, then there's no reason for you to get upset if someone doesn't like you for some reason, because that's, that's their reason. You are doing the best you can being the best you can be. And that's it. That's all. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's basically how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that is my thing now. Like my goal for this year was to work on my mental health and I'm like beating myself up. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm still not doing like everything that I should, but I have grown. I mean, I okay. have grown. I think uh, this is so much harder than the weight loss was like, honestly, oh, yeah. it really is. It's so much easier because with the weight loss, like, you know, okay if I eat this many calories and I do, you know, and I work out and I'm active, the weight will eventually come off. Yep. But (laughs) the whole mental aspect, loving your body now and learning to be the best version of you and being okay. If, you know, people don't like you for who you are, like that's so much harder. Mm -hmm. That is literally so much harder. My biggest struggle and has been like this year I've been really focusing my attention on not having regrets in life yeah not feeling ashamed for things that have happened because things happen for a reason I would not be the person with the thoughts that I have with the opinions that I have today if I didn't go through hard shit (laughs) like if I didn't have these challenges in my life I would never have discovered the things that I've discovered and I wouldn't have the mindset that I have and I wouldn't feel the way that I do they had to happen I had to do stupid things I had to live through these stupid situations or make the stupid comments that I did or do the stupid things that I did because that has made me who I am so if I my biggest thing this year has just been focusing on no longer regretting things that I do or things that have happened to me right and just moving forward with it and embracing it yeah I'm I'm the same way like literally it's it's so weird because like I feel like we carried a lot of our weight the same way because you have the loose skin on your stomach mainly and that's how I am too and like Mm -hmm. just the way that we are as people it's a lot of the same and Well, that's the thing too, the more open I'm about it and the more I talk about it, the more people I find who are sitting in the exact same situations, having the exact same thoughts, feeling the exact Mm -hmm. same way. We just don't openly talk about it enough to realize that everyone else is battling the same fucking thing. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because your last last podcast, I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I totally know what you're going through and I understand Mm -hmm. it and it is. It's good. And that's why I just have to, you know, there's been things, maybe stories that I've put out and even a couple of podcasts that I've put out and I'm like, oh God, I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't put it out or I should delete it. And it's like, you know what? No, because I've had 
people message me not a ton but like just even one or two people yes and they're like that really helps me and I'm like okay then I'm gonna leave it and if other people don't like it they don't like it but I I have to I it's part of me I gotta I gotta do it yeah and I want to be able to help other people and if me putting myself out there like that is going to help other people then that's what I'm going to do well I'm glad that you are in this world and I'm glad that we can have this conversation and I can't Thank believe you. I'm saying this but it's already almost been an hour so I, we should probably yes. the, I feel like we've been talking for like 20 minutes and I looked at I the like, oh my god um so this is usually the time where I say this is your time to shout yourself out to give any last stitch or last minute comments that you want to give and say anything that you want to say this is your time your time is now thank you um if anybody wants to message me I'm on Instagram at reduced fat mama m-m-m-m-a and just know that if you're going to see my life, you're going to see all of it. You're going to see the good. You're going to see the bad. You're going to see the sad, the mad. And you're going to see that I'm a real person. And I hope that somebody gets something out of seeing my struggles. And it just, it makes, I lived a really dark time. I want to say the very first year of my son's life and a little over the a year. And then I met this girl and her son. I The first time I started talking to her, she was sitting in a NICU with her son that she just found out had a stroke as well. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I met her and I met other moms of kids who have had strokes, but like the very first time, like when she first found out and we're, we're still friends and like, she's there for me for everything. Um, it helped lessen the blow of my son's stroke and it helped lessen that, that his stroke was, I, I don't feel like his stroke was in vain anymore because I have helped her and she's helped me a ton, but knowing that I've been able to help her, get through what she's going, what I've been through has helped me. So that's why, that's why I put myself out there because if I can just help, you know, and it's so cliche, but seriously, if I can help one person, then every, all the crap stuff that I've been through, it it hasn't been in vain because it's been to be able to help just this one person. So yeah, that's completely. I feel that (laughs) if you don't follow this woman, you should. (laughs) I so appreciate you having me on here and I'm so glad you're doing this. I know like you've been through a lot and yeah, you have to take a break, but literally your podcast helped me so much when you were doing it. And that's how I found, that's how I met the other Chelsea constructing Chelsea. I met her through your podcast. So yeah, I just, Thank you so much for having me on and talking to me and always being there for me. And thank you right back. Cause I could say almost the exact same thing to you. You know that, right? I'm just so glad that, you know, we have this community and we're able to find these people and discover these things. And I feel like I know so many of you guys so well yet have never met you. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
But it's really, like, when we had the flying pig last year, like, literally every person that I had talked to only on here, meeting them in person, they were all the same. Like, it's it's so crazy. And it's like, you've known them forever, even though you've only met them on the internet. It's like, you already know who they are. So, yeah, this community is absolutely the best. And I I wouldn't be where I am in my life and even with my weight loss if it wasn't for this community because I've learned a lot. For sure. The moment I decided to put myself out there on Instagram was probably the best decision I ever made. Me too. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I really, I just, I can't, I don't want to stop talking, but at the same point, (laughs) I'm like, I know that... I love time with you, Crystal. Thank you so much for of coming course. and for everything that you've said and shared today. And uh, we'll have to do more episodes in the future because yes. I just love chatting with you. So <laughs> you have a good rest of your day. You too. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks. Bye. Bye.